welcome to the 100th episode of Ask the Doula's podcast. I'm Alyssa and Kristen's here via phone because it's um, COVID, COVID-19. We can't even see each other. Right. It changes everything. I know. We haven't seen each other in forever and I actually came into the office for the first time in weeks and it feels so good to be not working in my house. Yeah, it's certainly changed so much about the way we do business, but a hundred episodes, I can't even believe it, Alyssa. I know. It seems um, wild that in two and a half years, we've done a hundred episodes. What is that even? I should do the math on that. Like how many? I'm going to do it real quick while you talk. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we started this podcast um, as a member of the Radio for Divas team. It's a radio show with women experts in the community, and then we transitioned to the podcast format, wanting to really keep our clients as the central focus and information that they would want to hear, and then also thinking about what other listeners, whether it's regionally or across the U.S., might be interested in capturing more information from experts on anything related to pregnancy and um, newborns to even toddlers and parenting in general. So the math, by the way, is two and a half years is 130 weeks. So in two and a half years, there have only been 30 weeks that we did not put a podcast out. Wow. Yeah, I know when we started out, we had more frequent podcasts and then have, um, you know, slowed it down a bit. And Alyssa, as a editor and producer, how has that changed <laughs> <been> for you? <laughs> That's a um, a role that I don't particularly love, but I, I think actually COVID has increased because we've, um, you know, I think for the first two, maybe a year and a half of it, I was cranking these out once a week and then it yeah. slowed just because it is so time consuming and so much work. And um, we covered a lot of topics already and we had a lot of changes in the business happening that I wanted to focus on other things other than the podcast. But now that we're home um, it's the last few weeks I've actually been putting one out every week again. Um, and the fact that I can't meet with someone in person, it's kind of easier to do it over the phone. The qu- the sound quality obviously isn't as good, but, um, right. it's allowed me to, you know, I've got three podcasts recorded now with a, a woman named Lainey Lipsky, who's in California and she's a parenting coach and we've just had a ton of stuff to talk about, but it, the virtual, yes. Like being able to do that virtually, it doesn't matter that she's in California. She can coach a parent in Michigan and same with my sleep. I can, you know, do sleep consults for families anywhere. So, um, it's it's amazing to see the locations that some of your sleep clients have been from. Yeah. My last, um, Colorado and, uh, New Orleans, I think. I don't remember what the other one in Colorado and then, um, somewhere in Florida were my last three. So they not, they haven't even been local. Yeah. It's, that is one thing with COVID we've sort of taken things more globally as far as now offering classes online and being able to expand our base outside of the 50 mile radius that we serve. Mm-hmm. And your work hasn't changed much because a lot of what you do is virtual anyway. So you haven't had to pivot all that much as a sleep consultant. Right. I just don't do in person, obviously, but everything else is exactly the same. And then we can't offer postpartum doula support. Um, Well, I mean, I suppose we could for a newborn, but I'm not doing sleep consults for a newborn. So that 
doesn't come into play either. Um, so Alyssa, let's talk about some of the, the episodes and highlights of what we have gone over um, in this two and a half years that we have been um, producing the podcast. Yeah, I mean, some of the, the topics have been all over the place, like you mentioned a few, but I know um, you in particular, you like to reference a few of them for your birth clients, like the episode, um, it's number 54, what to pack in your birth bag that you yes. did with Dr. Rachel from Rise Wellness. Um, you know, a lot of our topics we choose because they're questions we get asked often. So why not do a podcast on it, give them all the information, and then just allow them to reference that all the time. So it's a lot of the reason why we choose certain topics. Yeah. Um, I've I obviously love the dad perspective. Right. Um, we've done a couple of podcasts of what it's like to work with a doula and how um, a partner feels about their role in the birth with having another support person in the room. Mm-hmm. And, you know, even some of our students and the classes we've taught talking about their personal experiences have been really fantastic because it's a better testimonial to hear it from someone um, outside of our agency than us telling them, you know, our audience all of the features and benefits of everything that we offer. Right. And I think for somebody who doesn't quite understand the role of a doula, even after researching and um, sometimes just hearing the personal story from one of our clients makes something click. Um, yeah. We love hearing personal stories of clients, like you said, either a birth support, postpartum support, um, could be any number of one of our, like any of our classes. We've done a lot on like nutrition and diet, um, baby wearing, I'm trying to look for, oh, pelvic floor stuff. You know, that's a big question for... Definitely parents after a baby's born especially because we happen to work with a lot of athletes especially in the birth doula role and mm-hmm. they want to be able to get back to running marathons or um whatever their particular sport is so the yeah pelvic floor therapy and physical therapy in general has mm-hmm. been very helpful for our clients right and then our friends at rise have given us lots of information on different chiropractic topics um, obviously I've got quite a few on sleep. I love talking about sleep, um, and tongue ties and lip ties and working with um, yeah, breastfeeding. Yeah. A lot of breastfeeding related questions and feeding in general and certainly anything related to mood disorders and postpartum depression and signs of with different experts. Yeah. Pediatric dental specialist of West Michigan is one of our partners and, um, Dr. Katie's been on a few times to talk about, you know, her, her special laser beam <laughs> for yes. tongue tie and so tie. Cool. Yeah. And she just had a baby of her own. So we should probably check in with her and see how they're doing. Yeah. Um, cesarean births. We've had, um, you know, talked a lot about cesareans and, you know, what is a doula's role within that? And we've got, you know, um, some actual birth stories about what that looks like for the birthing person and her family. It's been a lot of fun to have different guests in and try to find new and fresh content. I mean, after a hundred episodes, there are only so many topics you can cover. I know you kind of have to redo topics with new people, but I think I'd love for our listeners to email us too. And just let us know like what haven't we talked about, or maybe what did we talk about, but you would like more coverage on, or do you know somebody who would be a great person for us to, to speak to? 
about whatever they're an expert on. Yeah, and recently we've done some COVID-related podcasts, but that is ever-changing with policies in the hospital in specific states, of course. So we have had personal client experiences birthing during COVID, as well as how our agency has adapted to this time, what precautions we take. Mm -hmm. Maybe we can talk... um, do you want to talk a little bit about, just in case people aren't up to date, so as of May 21, when we're recording this, 2020, um, what the role of a doula is right now, like how we can work in hospital settings and our postpartum doulas? Yes. So for those of you listening in other states, um, in the state of Michigan, we are following the governor's stay-at-home orders. So as Alyssa mentioned earlier, we're not in our office working together um, and we are seeing our clients and students virtually so all of our classes are done virtually via zoom so still very interactive and i know we recently had our saturday series class which is interesting for me because the comfort measures class that i teach is so hands-on and um, interactive to do that virtually without even a helper or model to demonstrate positions. I'm trying to describe things and show diagrams and videos and how to do a hip squeeze and counter pressure, for example. So that's been really interesting. And I know you taught your newborn class several times virtually and yeah, so our lactation consultant had the breastfeeding class. Yeah, I think it's hard for her too, the breastfeeding, because to, to show different positions and um, I mean, same with me. Mine's not as interactive as yours, but even you know, moving the computer into the right spot so I can show my different swaddling methods or you know, yes. paste bottle feeding things like that. Um, it's it works, and you know, I always ask, did everyone see that? Okay, does everyone get it? You need to do it again. Um, it's just different, you know. It's I miss being able to meet the students in person, but it's just yeah. where, where we're at right now. But at the same time, it's more convenient for them because they can be at home, right? And you know, not have to travel, and it gives it gives everyone more time in their day. But as far as how we've adapted, other than classes, right now with the stay-at-home order, our lactation visits are all done virtually. So, again, for our two registered nurses and IBCLCs, that has been different than hands-on or um, more engaging support, but our clients have found it. I've had personal um, birth clients that I've worked with that have told me that Kelly was very helpful um, virtually, so that's been going better than we had hoped. Mm-hmm. And with birth support, things are, you know, ever-changing for us, but we're doing all of our prenatal visits and even the initial consultations before hiring and certainly the postpartum visits after the birth. All of that is done virtually. And different hospitals have um, different policies related to whether or not a doula can be Um, in the hospital. We're fortunate that our governor has an executive order that includes a doula and a partner um, in the hospital. So doulas are not considered visitors and we have access, but every hospital, again, 
has the ability to make their own policy surrounding doulas. And we are right now um, working in Spectrum Butterworth and all of the regional Spectrum hospitals like Zealand and um, Gerber and Pennock and Hastings and Greenville. And so that has been really fantastic. And St. Mary's Mercy Health is currently not allowing doulas but encouraging virtual support. And Metro is allowing doulas and Holland Hospital is not. And I was just informed that Mercy Muskegon, they were not allowing doulas up until very recently. And as of, I want to say it was this week, um, doulas are now being admitted to the hospital and able to support birthing persons. So that has been fantastic since we do serve a 50-mile radius of Grand Rapids. So as doulas, we are monitoring our symptoms, and if we have any symptoms of coronavirus, then we send in a doula who is symptom-free, and right now all of the hospitals in our area are requiring doulas to be certified, so if a doula took a two-day or four-day training and chose to never certify, they are not able to work during this time. And if a newer doula, you know, is working toward that, then that would be an option in the hospitals. They could certainly attend home first. So that has been interesting. And we've worked with our lawyer and consultant to work um, on a COVID questionnaire and have included COVID language in our contracts that our clients sign. So our doulas are able to feel comfortable and confident as well as our clients in potential exposure during stay at home and what each household is doing as far as going to the grocery store versus having groceries delivered or is a partner working outside of the home as an essential employee. And then our clients and doulas are able to choose each other. Some of our doulas are not working during COVID or only working with completely isolated clients. So we've done a lot of, you know, focus internally on what our team wants to do and how we're able to pivot during this time. So we've been able to, you know, have conversations with the governor's office and make sure there are no gray areas in the doula's role during stay at home and got some confirmations about what a postpartum doula can do because a lot of that language was focused on our work in the hospital. And so during the stay at home order that is set to expire at the end of the month and may or may not be extended, we are only offering essential postpartum support. So since we are working with clients normally through the first year and they don't need to have an urgent reason to have us there. They don't need to be struggling with postpartum depression or a mood disorder. And they don't need to be healing from a birth. We could, you know, work with them until their child is one years old until their, you know, multiples are. So we have stopped working with some of our existing clients during the stay at home and plan to resume work with them and are focused only on 
you know, those first six to nine weeks of healing, depending on the type of birth that our client had, or those struggling at any point um, in their postpartum time with mood disorders or depression. Right. So to to clarify, we, before this, we worked with people up to, we worked with families up to a year old, but now we can only do essential work, which is like you said, the six to nine weeks, someone who just had a baby or is suffering from a perinatal mood disorder. Yes. Or if they don't have a partner, that is essential. If they need support, since obviously grandparents cannot be involved during this time or, you know, even families that have other kids are not able to take them to daycare if they're not essential workers. And so that has been interesting. And, and obviously we can work with triplets and multiples um, because they need more of a, a hand around the house, especially during healing. Mm-hmm. So the moral of the story for postpartum is we can't just work with anyone right now until the stay at home order lifts, but we can work with you if you have a newborn, if you are suffering from a mood disorder and or have had multiples, twins or triplets. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yes. And we can do day or overnight. And that would involve you, again, virtually meeting the doula. You would both fill out this COVID-19 form that we created so that you and the doula both know what your <clears throat> risk your exposure is, you know, who's leaving for the grocery store? Um, is someone in the home leaving for work? And as long as you're both comfortable with it, um, you can work together. Exactly. Yeah, and our doulas are taking every precaution and following what the family wants um, as far as, you know, sanitation and wearing gloves. We're all wearing our own cloth masks in the home, but if a client wanted surgical masks and had them or needed us to get those, we would work around their needs. And our doulas are bringing in a fresh set of clothes and taking their shoes and any, you know, coats they may be wearing off immediately. So, yeah, so that has been a pretty seamless process transitioning over for the doulas who, you know, are comfortable working with our clients. And we were so busy in postpartum pre-COVID you know, that has been some growth that we've seen since we started the podcast and very intentionally focused on educating our community and what a postpartum doula is and the benefits of it. Mm-hmm. But now that is obviously slowed um, during COVID, but uh, we, we've seen an increase as far as, you know, our students and being that many hospital classes have closed or not all educators are offering virtual classes and certainly our birth um, clients have increased more recently it slowed for a bit initially uh, because you know some doulas in our area are not offering in-person support and we are so that has also been a change in our business focusing on supporting local businesses is so key. So for any of our listeners, um, you know, support the local shops in your community. I know, Alyssa, you order from Revel, and I've been getting juice from, you know, different local businesses, whether delivered to me or pick up, and been trying to keep our local businesses afloat because as local first members and B Corporation business, 
we know the importance now and don't want to see more businesses close down due to COVID. I know. It's so sad. Um, what's the statistic? Like 50% of small businesses aren't um, going to make it through this. Right. Um, yeah. So and luckily, must- Gold Coast will. Um, you know, we're doing, like you said, we're doing what we can what we can. We've changed our business model a bit. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll be good. We'll, we'll make it through this. It's going to be a tough couple of years, I think for everybody, but, um, we're going to do what we can in the midst of this to continue to help other small businesses and to keep all of our subcontractors, they're their own small business. Um, exactly. we, we want to keep them, them working. Yeah. We want to support them as much as possible too. Yeah. And it's been really sad even seeing other doula agencies that started the same time as Gold Coast, which we're nearing our five year anniversary. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they're closing their doors in bigger markets than we live in and, and it's due to COVID and that's been, very sad for me because they were peers of ours. And so, yeah. So if you can support your local service and retail businesses and restaurants, do your part and think local. So, and just thinking of, you know, our stores like EcoBuns with online ordering and Hopscotch and that we often partner with and, you know, supporting them and the nonprofits. Like we've actually given more during COVID to um, a lot of the fundraisers we would normally attend and support for some of the hospital foundations have been canceled. Right. We've um, given money to, you know, Mercy Foundation and we're looking at what we can do within Metro and have given to Spectrum Foundation and we are analyzing what we can best do to help Nestle's diaper bank because let's not forget that, um, you know, diapers are needed more now than ever. And it is not covered by your basic, um, you know, government assistance program. So that is something to keep in mind if you're if you have extra diapers or looking at giving somewhere that Nestle's diaper bank is in need and they are running low in diapers. Yeah, it's the need is probably greater than ever right now, I would imagine. Yes. So, yeah, thanks to everyone for listening all of these years and supporting our podcast and we would love to know what topics would be of interest to you and where we can go from here. Yeah. Please let us know. You can find the podcast on iTunes and SoundCloud. We also have on our website where there's a blog, there's a blog section. If you hover over that, we actually have a listing of all the different podcasts. They're in order by date. Um, I don't think you can search by topic, but you could probably Google it and find a certain topic. Um, Right. But we appreciate you listening. And obviously, you know, if you can subscribe, if you can like it, if you can rate us, we've never really asked people to do that. This kind of, you know, it kind of started out as just like, I don't want to call it a hobby, but you know, something fun to do to give our clients something, you know, a resource for our clients. But the more people we can educate, um, the better. We've gotten some recognition in Grand Rapids Magazine about being a local podcast and also through a national organization rated us in the top 10 podcasts that are birth related so that was pretty exciting well thanks for listening again check us out on at goldcoastdoulas.com facebook instagram and then again our podcast on itunes and soundcloud thanks these moments are golden